Taste and see that the Lord is good. Drink from the living water. Taste and see that the Lord is good. His love endures forevermore. Fill your soul with the food of love. Taste and see that the Lord is good. People who eat are satisfied.
this moment let people everywhere join us now as we come to thee in
confessed my sin I learned. Then I trembled at the low I spurned, till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. love that drew salvation's plan, oh, the grace that brought it down to man, oh, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free, pardon there was multiplied to me. Thank you.
a precious life he gave. Now he's alive and there's an empty grave. Yes, I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer lives. All of creation justifies this life within me.
Oh! 
Great 
Now the years have come and the years have gone And the cause of Jesus still goes on Now the time has come to count the cost To reject this world, to embrace the cross And one by one for the one who died to give us life Till the trumpet sounds on that final day Let us proudly stand and boldly say I pledge allegiance to the Lamb With all my strength, with all I am I will seek to honor His commands I Breaking in at 16 to 20, but the setting here is you have, a, I don't know what the number was, over half a million, probably closer to one million, maybe even more than that. They're on a journey. They're camped before a mount. They've been spending now two days. They've been sanctifying themselves. They've been washing themselves. They put the boundaries around the mountain. They're getting ready to meet God. Going beyond these boundaries meant death. Man or animal, it didn't matter. You're going to die. They're, who is this God? Beginning at 16, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings, thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the nether part of the mountain, and I says the foot of the mountain. And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. We have here fire on the mountain. We have smoke billowing up. We have the trumpet sounding. It says it got louder and louder. It's crescendoing to something. And this morning, and we don't have that thunder here. We did a little bit here this morning. I didn't feel it, though. I heard a little bit outside as we were worshiping. But I get the idea that this thing, you could feel it. The thundering in the mountain. 
The NIV description from Hebrews talks about a mountain burning with fire, darkness, gloom, storm, a trumpet blast, a voice speaking words of those who heard it beg that no further word be spoken to them. And then God speaks. He answers Moses by voice. Here's the people's response in chapter 20, beginning at verse 18. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings, the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And, they said it, and Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God has come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near under the thick darkness where God was. The people stood afar off, and Moses drew near. What is my response to God, to his presence? Brother Trump was talking about the power of God. Though we know what it is, I, I mean, do we really? What is he capable of? And it seems like here that yeah, Moses drew near. It seems like he's calm. He's helping calm their fears in verse 20. He says, fear not to the people. You know, this is what God's doing. And I guess the writer in Hebrews said it okay when he said that even Moses said, I am trembling with fear. And yet even with that, he went by faith. He went by trust. He went by love. He went into that darkness. I think because of his relationship with God, I had to think back in Exodus chapter 3. Moses was not always that man. And it challenges me, where am I? Exodus chapter 3, 3 through 6, the bushes are burning. It's not burning up for some reason. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. And why the bushes not burnt? And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, here am I. He said, draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from thy feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Moses had come a long way. He had walked with God. He had talked to God. God talked back, spoke with him. All the miracles to Pharaoh. I want to think more about present day. Going to Hebrews chapter 12. Starting in verse 22, But ye are coming to Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Abel. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. His voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifying the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Things are different, as verse 18 says, for ye are not coming to that mount. We don't come to that like the children of Israel did. But yet, in verse 25, God is still speaking today. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. 
And also in 28, 29, God is still the same God, even though we don't come in the same way. He is still holy. He is a consuming fire. He is worthy of our reverence and our fear. I've been reading through the book, Journey into God by John Coblenz. And his chapter, God is Holy, that kind of challenges me. This Sinai experience, I believe, showed a little bit of the holiness of God. Don't come up here. You'll die. The Moses in the burning bush. It's holy right here. John Coblenz says, God is holy. Because God is holy, the places he has chosen to reveal himself are holy. Such common substances as stones, bowls, utensils, fire, oil, and furniture become holy. The people who follow God are likewise holy. Be holy is not only a command, but also a pronouncement. Because God is holy, everything and everyone belonging to him is set apart, reserved, and consecrated to him for his good purposes. And I had to think about this. Does this add weight to what Jesus said in John 14? Jesus answered, said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. If God is dwelling in me, what has to come out? It's not an option. It has to be holiness. Even though it's different, and we're not coming to that Mount of Sinai, I still feel like they're very coming some similar ways tonight. We come tonight either in having been delivered or still in the bondage that we can't free ourselves. They've always sang about that. Mercy is great and great was free. Grace was free. We come tonight on a journey through life as the children of Israel, needing the wisdom and the power of God. We come tonight with hearts that are easily drawn from God. We were reminded of that this morning. So God has you put up a bronze serpent to heal, and it does amazing things. So what do you do with that then when you're done with it? It served its purpose. Let's just go ahead and name it and worship it. Let's not do that. We come with hearts, even today, that are drawn to material things. We come tonight, as the children of Israel did then, and as Moses did, to hear God, to meet God. May we continue to listen for his voice in these songs. I'm confident he will speak. Brother Dave, let's bow our heads to prayer.